There is a culture and sense of community behind every Burger Boy event. People come together, have fun, celebrate food, celebrate the atmosphere, the burger. It's a calendar event to savor. At its core, however, is a certain vibe, a DC vibe, as Chris puts it. And I have to say, I really enjoyed listening to the boys talking about places in Washington, a couple that have perhaps long since closed down, that they'd experienced separately, but remembered with that sense of joy and nostalgia. The sense I get from both is the authentic passion for food, good flavor, fun, and that good old down-to-earth hometown lifestyle, taking it with you wherever you go. Thanks, Chris and Burger Boy. See you again soon. The podcast from Drew and Mike is, I think it's really cool. And um, that is what I wanted to say. Two and a mic. I'm joined by Chris that everybody is already aware of on this particular channel. But in addition, we have special guest star Burger Boy. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me. Um, I'm doing really good. I'm, I'm pretty tired. It was a busy, busy weekend and a busy start to the day on Monday. But I don't know. I'm full of energy and endorphins. I'm good. I, I, I like all the time, <laughs> like after like a Burger Boy event. Like the lead up is like ah, ah, like this, and then yeah, I mean it's it's really satisfying that um, you know it was like the fourth edition that we did, and it just feels more and more like every time I do it, like especially at Manifest, like it feels like home. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Good stuff, man. Good, great to hear. Chris, um, what about you, brother? How you doing? Good. I'm hanging in there. It was a long, long week. It was a good event, good weekend. It's always good to see friends come out and enjoy themselves and around food and booze you know good conversations I, I, I think that's the thing it's like you know i guess everybody's like so busy during their week and everybody kind of says hey let's hang out let's do this let's do that and when you actually have an event like in one spot you can get everybody to show up and be like hey you know you can drink you can eat and spend a lot of time and then you get to hang out it's like somewhat right um, at least for me, like front of that, like more, more like on the, like I know Chris is like in the kitchen a lot, but still like, you know, I remember we had like a really fun moment. Um, we were just having a drink outside and it was like golden hour and we were all outside and I remember thinking like, okay, this is, this is nice. Especially on Saturdays. I think as you get older too, and you're working and you're like, what am I going to do on Saturday? You know, there's no football to watch. Um, you know, it's summertime, it's hot. And you're like, what can we do today? And I think it's nice to have these events here and there just to get people together and have a good time. And I think Manifest is a great spot for that um, with the, when the outside is open. You know, you can just go roam around and come as you go. And I saw Zach was talking to guys from all over 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never seen him have more than two beers either. I was like, "Whoa, man, he's you know, the white gnome. He's really letting loose, man." It had nothing to do with that. She drinks more than I do, but um, yeah, no, it's it's that kind of place. So you know, definitely, we've got to use as many opportunities as we can. Say the name manifest um, because it's um, yeah, give it a plug because it's a great place. It's um, yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about that more. Um, but uh, yeah, so Chris always introduces me, Burger Boy, to cool people. So I also had the chance to speak with Auntie Shirley uh, a couple of months ago, who's a fantastic person to speak with. Um, and here you are. And you, you guys have got a connection, um, which is quite interesting because uh, you kind of discovered it a bit later. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the more, I, yeah, the more we hang out, the more I'm like, yeah, we, we have like, the passion like several different passions i think that we connect with but definitely in terms of food talk um it's right it's right up there um we're both from washington dc um you know we're both brothers um you know we love living in you know i think we love living in in berlin in the city i think a lot of this city and i mean i think we probably have the same mind in terms of like trying to leave your home to go check out other spots and and also kind of be different within that you know that area um and obviously our passion comes through like burgers but i think like americana style of food done right which i find that like in europe you know there's some really good burger spots but there there's there's there is a gap there's you know sometimes i find that no bashing on some of the European taste buds, especially maybe German, sometimes like they might have an impression of what burgers might be, and that's fine. But the potential to make something really good was there. So I think yeah, we kind of connected through. Um, I think it was Chris or maybe saw. I was I used to do burger. I did I do burger reviews, and I think he saw one of the reviews pop up because I think the first spot I tried here was like Goldie's, um, and they were just trying out the smash burgers. I think Chris with humble pie sent me a message and was like, Hey, what's up? You should come try the, the fried chicken. And I saw the picture. I was like, God damn, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. And so I think, I think I started before that because I was okay. uh, during like the lockdown and okay. I, I was, so, I was just like, you know, always at home looking at food and I was making burgers at home and I'm really not, I haven't really been a burger guy for a long time. And then when we kind of connected, you kind of sparked my interest for burgers again. I was more into the chicken, like fried chicken sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches were more my thing. Um, I don't know. I just kind of shied away from burgers. I mean, I still love them, but, you know, it wasn't my go-to. And then I think during the lockdown, you were doing reviews in Paris, and it just popped up on my feed somehow. Yeah. And I was like, who is this dude? You know? Like, <laughs> this guy unbelievable. I was like, this dude is too much. And I was like, let me check him out. <laughs> going through and i was like all right this guy's funny man but i felt like something there was a vibe you know maybe like a dc vibe i was like because i could kind of relate to the way his lingo and word wordplay was coming out with the, describing the food and then i saw that he did the review at goldie's and i was like oh this is like this guy's here now and then i tried to scope him out and then as i was trying to grow my business i was like let me invite him out for a burger review and that was like Viral burger review was really good. You know, he had like a whole team of a uh, whole video movie set team out there with like a sound boom and everything. I was like, Jesus, 
And my, my colleagues like, who is this guy? I was like, I don't know. He's not playing around, you know? So <laughs> that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. And I started Burger Boy. It was, you know, the, the reason why I started it, I guess, is, I mean, I've always, yeah, f first job I've had was like working uh, like in a French kitchen in Washington, D.C. Um, shout out Bistro de Peak. Uh, shout out Jesus, the guy that was making <laughs> that was making me feel <laughs> shrimps on a Friday afternoon and told me to put lemon on with my fingers and taking the bus. And I smell like shit. But <laughs> I really love the camaraderie. I love the vibe. It was so much fun. And then, yeah, I went into hospitality and restaurants. And then I, I, I moved. I mean, I was born in Paris and I moved back to Paris and all the French were like, you know, in Paris now we have the best burger, uh, blah, 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 it's, it's the best, and you don't know, and you know, and I said, bullshit, I'm going to, I'm going to, to see what's the best uh, burger here. And, um, and Paris does have amazing burgers, and like, I think in terms of, they eat so much McDonald's, and you know, they're talking about their baguette and shit, but they love McDonald's, French love McDonald's, so if you're French, you know you love McDonald's. And I guess I there was a smash burger coming out called Dumbo, which you know everybody I think tries to replicate. And I was with a friend, and I was like, you know what? Let's just review this and see what's up. And it was like amazing burger. And I guess I started doing review. That one went pretty was popping, and I was like, holy shit! Like France does have some yeah, burgers. That's the one I saw the Dumbo that's one. The, one. The Dumbo one does have some shitty burgers and great. It was great, great burger. And then I was in Berlin and then Chris hit me up and it's true. My first year in Berlin, I was just like, oh my God, all over the place. Like trying to socialize as much as I can. And I was like, hell yeah, I got to support my bro. And I didn't, I didn't know him like that, but I, I think I did show up with a good crowd. And it like the, the, the chicken biscuit burger was amazing, like really amazing. And that's when I was like, holy crap, there is somebody out here from the States that really like it tastes like it tastes even better than stuff that you eat back home, like in Washington. And it was very accessible because the crew I was with, they were like, it's insane. And so I was like, man, Chris has some serious magic in those fingers and in that brain. Like he pause, <laughs> oh, but he gets it. You know what I mean? Like he he definitely gets it. So um, so and I think, yeah, then we just kind of connected a bit more and a lot of food <laughs> yeah chris always says that the best basketball players come from washington dc but uh i mean it seems as though some pretty good chefs and uh, some creative burger guys come out of dc too um you had you mentioned jesus uh adriel chris what about you because you always talk about some guy who inspired you back in dc and so on uh do you want to give a shout out to to some of the people there who set you off on this journey um well, I think I I started. My mom was like uh, had a catering business, and you know, in the mornings when I was like ten years old, she'd make me get up at four a.m. to drive to Bethesda and drop off all the you know the pies and the uh, vegetable lasagna. And she had a big uh, group of clients out there in Bethesda, so um, I saw her from a young age. And I was like, God, like I hate this so much, and. <laughs> uh, and then when I got out of high school, she was like, you can either go to culinary school. She already signed me up because I was like, I don't want to do any, anything, you know. And she signed me up for that, uh, Johnson & Wales. And then she was like, or you can go to a prep school and play golf and try to play basketball. And I was like, had no interest in any of it. And then I was, I, my brother had a friend who was a chef, uh, Bobby. And uh, he was like, you're going to go work for Bobby. 
and make salads like on Wednesday nights and desserts. And I was probably like 16 or 17. And then I hopped around um, different restaurants and uh, I get I got more to like big time catering production and stuff like that. And I worked for a long time for a family friend named Ken Upton in Annapolis. And uh, Ken has catered for like Prince Philip, uh, Ted Koppel, all his daughter's weddings, and like, you know, Steve Bashotti for the Ravens, owner of the Ravens, his, his weddings, his son's weddings. So working in that kitchen with Ken, he really enjoyed traveling and enjoyed family entertaining his, you know, his friends and family. So like he would always have parties, invite everyone. Um, he'd always be traveling to Europe. And I was like, man, this guy is so cool. You know, and I was best, I'm best friends with his son. Uh, so we always had a good time. And then I, I saw the attention to detail that he had and the way that he, he brought all his family and friends in, and, you know, as long as you're willing to work hard, he paid you well and kept you, you know, took care of you. So, and I just loved the way he <laughs> ran his business and the food. And I was like, man, this is really, it was different than a lot. Somehow a lot of people run their uh, food businesses, you know? So, and then that once I did start doing that and the custom menus and, you know, you know, the one-on-one -on -one client stuff, I was like, this is really what I enjoy. And uh, you can make any type of dish and that type of cultural dishes from around the world, but just um, stay true to them. You know what I mean? But like, mm -hmm. I, I, I like to stay true to American food. So that's why I like doing burgers and fried chicken and stuff and Southern comfort food. Um, but, and then that's where I think we connected here and, because yeah. I think there was definitely like uh, if you're gonna do something, do something that you enjoy and you love and have a passion for. So, and that's when we connected with this Burger Boy event. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing that's like super interesting. Chris mentions that it's like, um, you know, sometimes like less is more. I mean, I know that sounds very cliche, but especially on burgers, right? And it's it's really really difficult as the Burger Boy, honestly speaking, to find somebody that can speak the same language about burgers and it's not just burgers but i knew when i was talking about with chris it's like we were like i know they're like we'll, we'll go to the bar and have drinks and literally just talk about burgers <laughs> for like two hours two and a half and it's like yes but you know how much do you butter the like one of my big things is like making sure you butter the buns and you know making sure it's like golden and crispy bacon the grip and you know like a lot of burgers you'll see will like throw in a bunch of like you know too much like the tomatoes too thick or you know they're, they're, everything falls out they want to just add 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 and you know i think like the good burgers actually are just like good food in general what chris was talking about it's it's very simple like it's, it's super simple and authentic and there's only like little small details that you can add to really make something special so yeah like actually finding somebody that speaks the same way about the burgers and like notices the details and it's like when we talk about like okay let's do another burger or like try something new like we actually spend like a good time like thinking about it before saying okay this could work and like something so something small like adding a bit of this to the sauce or you know do you grill the jalapenos you pickle them like you know it's 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 a lot of fun um and I think in terms of like doing these Burger Boy events, like, listen, I, you know, I, for a while, I mean, I cook burgers at home as well and with friends come over and definitely like, I love doing it. And I think I was coming to a point where I was doing reviews, which was great. I was reviewing places, but also there's so many places you can actually review in Berlin because <laughs> there's not that many burger spots I found that, you know, I really wanted to review. Um, 
and I pretty much reviewed a lot of them I wanted to in in like uh, two three months. And then I also was trying to think how can I elevate take Burger Boy the next step because you know, it's eating burgers, but I also see it kind of like a somewhat of a lifestyle, I guess, to make it sound like bringing people together, good vibes, good, good times, whatever. And we decided, okay, like Chris works at Manifest, the place is awesome, good beer selection. And we say, okay, like, how can we partner up both of our passions and get people through the door and actually make burgers and li literally see if people love the burger, which they do, but also you know, making a burger that people here will never, don't have the opportunity to try. And it's been pretty much home run so far. Like it really is a damn good burger for burgers. I, I can definitely attest to that as well as uh, I've partaken in a, a few. Um, it, when you speak, that reminds me because of a certain sort of question I wanted to ask. You're both proud of your, your sort of heritage, you know, Americana food, Washington DC. Um, you want to bring that culture also that you grew up with, you know, hard working, you know, you got to put it in to be able to sort of reap the benefits of that. And mm -hmm. I, I sense that you put all of that into your work as well, both of you. Um, do you how, how do you because Europe is really proud of its food, right? Um, and so you know, with, how do you line up a burger uh, and say, hey, we can measure up against what you guys have got? How, how do you do that? uh chris take that yeah well <laughs> I, don't, no, I got my yeah i mean i don't i, I don't think like I, I was sitting out to be like i'm gonna make the best burger than anybody else i just set out to say like i want to do what prepare a burger the way i think it's supposed to be prepared to make people enjoy it you know what i mean i this is what like you know i think about food probably 23 hours a day you know the other <laughs> hour, i'm thinking about you know whatever it is but i i just enjoy it and I, I think i i do a lot of research on the history of it you know because like really hamburgers came from hamburg um with the immigrants coming to the us and you know learning the history and the story about food it kind of makes you understand a better way to prepare it you know just like uh and anything that you want to be good at you know you have to learn from the basics of where it came from why they chose to do it like this and i think uh, in illinois or ohio you know, the Midwest, they were having like these state fairs or county, or, uh, county fairs, and they had some you know, German immigrants were bringing over this minced meat. You know, the Germans invented the meat grinder, um, and they were coming over from Hamburg into New York, and they had these like kind of this uh, Salisbury steak. You know, you've seen this stuff before, um, and they were thinking, how can we move this around? Let's put it between bread. But, you know, a burger or a sandwich has been around forever. You know, it was a way for people to especially blue collar people to be able to work, take a break and eat quickly. Um, and, it's, and they call it like a poor boy or something like that, you know, like a po' boy sandwich or, you know, a hamburger. It's like supposed to be cheap, fast um, and, you know, quick, you know, fast food. But you can also make it good. You, know, you can make it gourmet. That's, you know, can you say, make it gourmet? You know, <laughs> so, you, know you, you try to source the best ingredients, the best beef, um, use the best seasoning. Uh, make the sauces fresh, um, and we and they get the best bread. You know, we don't cut corners with any of the stuff we do. Yeah. A lot of places, in all respect to them, my food might cost a little bit more, but um, I always try to get the best stuff that I can and try to do something that's different than everybody else is using. You know, and it really shows. I remember yeah. I 
And I used to eat at a burger place like oh, back in the day. It was, what was it called? It was like a New Orleans style restaurant. It didn't last very long. But I just remember like still to this day when I was a kid, like how buttery the bread was. And I was like, this makes it so good. You know, like no one wants a dry rye bread on a burger. You know, you ever had like a whole wheat burger bun? It's just like. My, 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 to that point, my first experience of like a buttered, really good buttered bun was Fuddruckers. Shout out Fuddruckers. Oh, that's one, that's one of my favorite places. We talked like, we well, talked about Fuddruckers. Like I was so sad when they, if, if you, if you guys are listening, you know, Fuddruckers and you had it, you, you know, like yeah. that bun was best. like, essentially it's so buttery, so juicy. Um, they got the toppings of jalapenos that they would put on. Like, I mean, it, it was yeah. Fuddruckers. I, I think Fuddruckers actually and hamburger Hamlet. I remember they used to have one in Bethesda. I used to like, hamburger yeah. Hamlet. you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hamburger Hamlet, like they close down, but, Fuddruckers, I think, was one of the moments like I really understood like a nice burger that's accessible for everyone. Yeah. Um, and I love how know, they, they had the toppings on the side. You know, they just focused on the burger and your cheese you wanted. Exactly. And, then, and they would, and you know, you would get your little bell and it would ring, and you would like run up there as a kid. And yeah. Your burger sitting there, and the guy, lady's like, "Here's your burger," and then you like have this topping bar of like. 15 to 20 different types of toppings, pickles, onions, tomatoes. So you can just make however you wanted it. It's the OG was, five guys in terms of toppings. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe that their downfall for their uh, business plan was just like all the toppings sitting out every day. They have to throw away. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fresh. Like a lot food. of stuff that you have to prepare that had, you have, and like, especially like on buffets, you can't use that food again. And I know yeah. they probably did, but you know, it's not safe. You know, food-wise, to have like people breathing on the food all day, and then, no. <laughs> but they also cooked on a grill, which you know we've talked a lot about this, like how burgers shouldn't be cooked mm -hmm. on a grill. You know, they should be cooked on a flat top where the, yep. you know, the juices can stay inside the meat and actually keeps it more flavorful. You know, because I everything they always throw them, saw them throwing the burgers on the grill and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Whoa. and. Yeah. Uh, and they had the pounder yeah. challenge there. I think they had the pound burger challenge, and you would go on the wall if you could eat a pound burger. Which what's that in uh my, my in kilograms? What is that? Sixteen uh, is uh how many grams is this? I I know my sister took on the the pound. Um, my stepsister <laughs> Daniela, because at the time she um yeah uh she wanted to make a bit of money, so one of my friends like offered her five bucks if she would finish it. And she, I think she did, but she was really sick. Um, but she, <laughs> she, she did. <laughs> she, she's an entrepreneur. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I think like, like respect, like it's so interesting how, you know, also some Europeans, you know, they see the burger as being kind of like, oh, vulgar or, you know, like, especially years ago, I think that's, that mentality has changed a lot over the years, but you know, the burger was like a lot of people say, oh, my God, the burger is not healthy. It's not good for you. But like you have a lot of great burger spots in Europe with like amazing quality, amazing, amazing um, produce. And, you know, to to Chris's point, it's like you kind of focus on what you do best. And, you know, I love some of the burgers in this city, like really like stuff that I would probably order, like my love for Burgermeister, for example, it's accessible it's um it, it's not that expensive it's consistent it's so good and but then again it's like you know 
what would be the point of creating something that's exactly like that, right? Because you're just, that's not who your identity is. That's not what you want to want to do. You can learn a couple of things from people like here and there, but also people like kind of feel that if it's not authentic. Like I think why people love Chris's food, for example, because it's genuinely him. It's like there's an inspiration from different parts of, I guess, his culinary background, his personality, like his fried chicken sandwich and humble pie. Like that's it's pretty Chris. Like it's you, there's a lot of elements to that. And the same thing when we do the burgers and Burger Boy, like when I go do my reviews or when I bring people to events and everything, it's it's authentically me. So it's how I am right now in this podcast. It's how I am when I have friends over for dinner or on my everyday life. And I think that's what how you can express like food brings you to so many emotional places. And I think for burgers, it's like it reminds you of childhood. It's unpretentious, but it can be gourmet. And I think, you know, it's 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 worth the price when you when you do eat something that you can taste that it's made with love, that it's fresh. And I think when we work together with Chris, like we 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 don't want to compromise on any of that. So <laughs> I think that's one of the main things. I did hear a lot of people saying like the bacon's actually crispy. Mm-hmm. Like the, the burger has good grip. I can put it down. It's not slopping everywhere, you know. And yeah, it's just keeping it simple. But and yeah, you know, it's funny thing. Like my buddy David always told like. I always made fun of him because he would always order a burger and he would just get like cheese and meat and stuff. And I was like, he's like, that's all you need on a burger. And we always made fun of him about it. But then he was like, never cheddar cheese. You always put American cheese like on a burger. You never put cheddar cheese. And this guy has been, you know, you know, his dad is, you know, the owner of the catering company. So he's always eaten well his whole entire life. But he would always go to the bar. He's like, just give me a cheeseburger. That's it. Like he might get some onion on it or something, some ketchup, but he's just like simple is good. And you know, as long as the meat's there, the bread, and you got that American cheese. It's what everybody wants, you know? Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing, too. When I was living in Paris, like, one of the things that drove me crazy was that they didn't use crispy bacon. Like, I'd have to tell the burger spots, like, please put it on the, like, crisp it up. And, you know, and the French were like, you know what? We, we like this soft bacon. But I'm like, it, it was driving me nuts because, like, you'd eat it and then, like, the bacon's, like, flopping. you got to tear it. And, like, no. that, was, that was my biggest thing in France. Like, I was, like, Putain, come on, crisp up the bacon. Yeah, and crunch, that extra crunch to kind of help the bread. And it's like, oh, that 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 taste of like the cheese and the meat and the bread, and you have that little bits of bacon in the middle. Oh. You, it kind of scratches the top of your th- your your, your uh, mouth. You're just like, oh, <laughs> this is what I need. You know, to break up the cheese, and it's like, oh, that's what I love it. And the thing is, it's too. It's like when we do the Burger Boy event, and you were there, Zach, on Saturday, like one of the biggest things is you see the burgers coming to the in front of the people and they are so happy like they eat into it and they're just radiating with joy and then what happens is that it comes to a point where then they you know when we do these events they tell their friends to come and you know they because they know it's not just going to be a good burger but they're going to have a good time like you know some of the people and it's it's fun too because there's some people that end up like you don't really know them. You just kind of know them through social media. And it's like, hey, yep, we're here for the event. We saw about it. Like, this is what we booked our day for. And I guess you kind of make a commitment to like, okay, like you want them to have a good time. You want them to be well fed. And and I think that's where Chris and I really bond on that because we both understand hospitality, right? Like he studied it. I studied it. 
we worked as you were talking about work ethic like as well i mean shout out jesus but shout out my mom too like i was basically growing up in the kitchen with her like she was making like you know oxtail and eggplant stews just cooking and you know that was the only time during the day sometimes we had time to hang out and listen to music and so yeah i mean i guess that's that's that common kind of energy and bond and you know it's not just us you know it's part of the cooking but also like how you make people feel when they're part of your product your experience and you know they want to be a part of that and and you want to share it you don't want to be doing just the stuff for you you want to be able to share it with as many people as possible that's my number one enjoyment in life is i i used to work at country clubs and people were always complaining and <laughs> and you know if you cater a wedding for 250 people and you start at noon and you go home at 1 a.m and you're burned and you're sweaty but it's the best night of these people's lives yeah. you just got married and you cooked all the steaks to perfect medium and you're in the middle of a field and there's a rainstorm and now you're having beers with your your buds after and you're like we wow i can't believe we did that and, and you got out of it and then we can start over the next day you know mm -hmm. and that that moment will always be etched in those people's lives and you gave up your saturday night but you got something out of it you know what i mean for sure yeah and you, you also when you mention uh burger boy about you know when the burger arrives and people's looking at it. so i i on saturday i saw the lady come out of the kitchen and my burgers there and you got this cool package with this like the paper and the paper basically in the middle of that paper you've got you've got this burger so basically the, the burger it's delivered as well with the face up so basically you are presenting almost like the crown of food as it were yeah <laughs> i was half expecting the carmina burana to start playing in the background you know this like um this movie and this light and so on and then the bird emerges out of the light um but is, is that all a part of the process so it's just like from that very first moment you set eyes that but you know that burger's for you uh, that, that's coming to you. You you, know, you kind of watch it and you start salivating as it approaches. Yeah. Um, don't touch, yeah. don't take your fingers off. Take touch my burger. You know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you you. I think yeah. You eat with your eyes and your and your nose and you know. Like I remember, I I think we opened at two and I arrived at like one. The first thing I smelled was the kitchen. Like I could smell the bacon being crisped up. I can. You know, you, you start hearing the sizzle and, and, and yeah, you're like, this is going to be good. But I think, yeah, Chris, how he like those dirty fries, for example. I mean, the way I think they were just like, can you tell beautiful. us what the dead, what is it? What is because people listening, Chris, I've never what, heard what are of the dirty, dirty fries, fries <laughs> until I saw Chris said, just you got to try the dirty fries. They're nasty. <laughs> After you're done, you just, you feel dirty. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you just did something wrong. <laughs> you sinned. <laughs> yeah, you've just been sinning all afternoon. But I think people like they're really I got a lot of compliment about the fries, you know. It's just they're great. And when I when I work with people, I you know, we're a team, you know, we're all on the same level. And I always entrust the people that I work with to give their own little um insight to it, you know. So I always try to let them be creative. So I said, This is what I'm looking for. And then uh like, like Moa, she was just making the fries and she likes to make them big and I think everybody at Manifest and uh, Burger Boy, like we we like fast food. You know, we like burgers. <laughs> we like we like to drink and hang out and eat good food. And like, and I think this event really encapsulates like, all of us. You know, Yvonne, shout mm -hmm. out to Yvonne. She, you know, she works hard. She was all she's always sending me like stuff dipped in cheese and burgers and 
um, you know, Italian sandwiches with cheese and sauce. And it's like, this is what people enjoy. This is comfort food. It's what makes you feel good. So um, I always try to make when it comes out that has the aesthetics to it. You know, it's an art, you know, it's a culinary arts. Um, and our, our art is food and making it look good, making it taste good. Um, so I just like people to be um, expressive with their food. And, and I think once you know what, what looks good to the eye, it's going to look good and feel good in the stomach, you know? So, yeah. And I think that, so to answer the dirty fries as well, like they're basically, no, because people need to know, like yeah. they're, I, I mean, so yeah, there's like uh homemade nacho, nacho cheese sauce, uh, onion, onion, um, is it onion, yeah, like onion jam, uh, crispy bacon, jalapenos. What we got chives on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, we put some scallions. We put scallions. Yeah, it's kind of my take off the animal fries from In and Out Burger. I mean, like, so California has In and Out, and they put like this. It's very simple, but they put like this mac sauce, cheese, and this onion jam, and it's just like the way that the onion jam and the sauce kind of goes with potato it's like mm. i was just i mean and i it's funny because like anastasia in the kitchen and i think she's never tried them before i don't think we did the, the, the event before when she was there but i was like i was like try this she was like damn and she was like and i turned around <laughs> and i left the kitchen i came back and she was back there eating them looking at me like, she was like this is so good i was like yeah it's like this is those flavors complex you know i want to bring this and share that with other people like that these flavors go well together and it makes you like happy you know and and honestly those fries like okay a lot of places in europe they make burger like you can get good burgers you, you can get you know good burgers pretty much almost anywhere there's some countries that don't really get burgers like italy portugal spain to certain extent like the latin country i mean they don't need to they got their own stuff right yeah. but like i found that like in europe the one thing that people can't make right is that type of fries. Like either they'll put like, they won't understand the concept sometimes of like having like loaded fries. Like either there's gonna be cheese in one spot or there's gonna be just something else on another spot. And it's like the burger, it has to gel. Like it has like every bite that you take with your fork, there has to be at least one, at least give the impression that there's like one ingredient of each when you're taking that in. And sometimes it's like, I'm like, holy crap. Like I, I rarely order. That's why when I do my burger reviews and also for my weight, like I couldn't like eat the fries because I want to eat as many burgers as possible. So I just prioritize like burgers, but also like I find that fries, like in the most part and like a lot of more fast food or quick service spots, unless you're like, you know, a five guys or even a McDonald's, like they don't hold very well. Um, or they're, or they're very difficult. Or if you add stuff to it, it's just very difficult. And like, you know, then you you end up with like a stale fry or maybe too much of a doughy fry. And for me, like a good fry would be like a nice, crispy, salty, slightly peppered that can hold and stay quite warm and that, that, that you can add other things too, right? Like you don't want the fry to break if you're scooping it up, you know, um, in there. I mean, it's it's a true, you know, it's, it's, it's I was just talking about it. It's, it's, it's true love. Because like, but if you have loaded fries, you have to have these like kind of uh, industrial type fries. Right. You know, I'm more of a fan. I, I like both, but I'm more of a fan of, like the hand cut smaller fries with like mm -hmm. some oil vinegar, like Boardwalk style fries. You know, from Ocean yep. City. Like I love Boardwalk fries. You know, with the malt vinegar and the salt, and they're thick and rustic potatoes. But when you're doing like loaded fries, you have to use like a kind of industrial frozen fry um to kind of hold all that stuff together it, it, it's they're durable you know they have this extra coating on them and 
Yeah, and, and that's one and that's one of the things too. It's like you, you make a good point. It's like a lot of these products as well, like they're all fresh, they're all made like by professionals that love their art, but you know, there's some like for example, like the whole like you know, Europeans or you know, the French, oh my god, I love the fromage, huh? but American cheese, oh my god, we don't do American cheese. But Amer <laughs> <laughs> we do not put this American shit on my burger, huh? Uh, you know, <laughs> but you have to understand. Like American cheese is amazing for burgers. Cheddar's good too, but it doesn't melt the same way, right? And so you and but I think most sometimes Europeans don't understand exactly what American cheese is because yeah, yeah. it's American cheese. They think it's like Velveeta or cheese whiz, which you no, know, it has its benefits. But American cheese and Chris will tell you more about it. like on the hot boy burger, for example, we use white American cheese, which gives so much creaminess and just indulgence to the burger. Yeah, and it coats it. On the outside, so then you have like this like layer of cheese around it, but it doesn't overpower it like mm -hmm. an organzola would or something. So you know, so when you bite into it, it just kind of sticks it together and it helps the bun and the ingredients also stick to that cheese. You know, whatever the processed material that's inside of it. I mean, I've seen people like you can take those cheeses and make a sauce and then like re like cool them and like mm -hmm. cut them, and make like your own type of like American cheese that's kind of thinned out and flavor flavor how you would like. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean. American cheese is like if you go to back in the '90s, everybody would have craft singles in their fridge. You know, They'd like yeah. parents just like give it to their kids. Like, are you hungry? Just eat a craft single. You know, so like we, it's like we just always go to the refrigerator, grab a craft single. You know, and then mm -hmm. that's what. And I I don't really enjoy it either, but I I do enjoy it on a burger. It's what makes burgers or, like, or like grilled that. cheese even. Like you know, well grilled cheese you can put like multiple, you know, styles of cheese, but on a burger. Like it's, I don't know. There's so many elements that make a burger so important, but in the end of the day, like you, ha I, for me at least, when I take a bite into a burger, I have to feel that I'm taking one bite, and I feel that like every ingredient is one, but I can taste every ingredient independently, but it still makes sense as a whole. I know we're getting a little bit philosophical on this, but it's so difficult to do. You know, that's why like if we're gonna do a hot boy burger, like we're like, okay, we can only add maybe these jalapenos or this because anything more will just disrupt the balance. I don't know how you feel about that, Chris, but like, yeah. No, I, I really like the the hot boy was like you know, my love for five guys. And you know, I was I went to the first five guys as a kid in DC. Mm -hmm. uh, my aunt took me and the burgers were like four and five US dollars. Yeah. Back yeah. Then, now like twelve or thirteen or whatever. But I remember the feeling of her taking me that we're going to this new burger place and they had like the burgers weren't too big They were perfect size and you saw that you saw them grilling it. I think that was the different thing like McDonald's and other places They're, they're always in the back so Yeah, the five guys you could see them grilling and they had the peanuts that you could wait as you wait mm -hmm. and the hand cut fries and then I started getting these the jalapenos on it and I was like man like that little bit of spice at the bottom when you have like the lettuce tomato and the you know the, and the ketchup and everything like it just Makes you just like, whoo, it wakes you up a bit, you know, buds <laughs> a bit. And you're just like, and it kind of slows you down too, so you can enjoy it more. Um, because of that heat, you're like, oh, I gotta, I mean, I gotta be safe here. You know, if I eat too fast, like my, my mouth will be on fire, you know, <laughs> then you just enjoy the burger a little bit more. Yeah, sit down, have a drink, take your time, have some fries, and it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to rush through this, this thing. No. It's, it's just, I love them. Oh, yeah, I really, I, I swear, it wasn't until you came along. I was over burgers, and then you just like about burgers and like. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you know, seeing seeing your food truck as well, the humble pie and everything, and it's like 
I, actually also during COVID, like I was just like making like I was doing a live stream on Sundays at like nine and I was live cooking a new burger and doing shots with people on the live stream. Yeah. And people kind of like, I was like, all right. And I, and I had like, and that's the thing, like I was in Paris at the time. I had amazing like a cheese shop that was right there. So like I had like truffle cheese and all these things. So I was just experimenting stuff and it was awesome because I'd be, you know, having a couple drinks and like sharing it with friends and people would tune in like, okay, what's up burger boy. And like, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun. And, I was doing the same thing during the lockdown. I, you know, I was always working like uh, during the week, like 12 to nine cooking at this production kitchen. And so I would either eat there or when I got off at nine o'clock, I wasn't really hungry. So I was never really cooking at home and the weekends I might cook here and there, but I was always out. But when the COVID happened and I was at home and I'm like, all right, I, all these places are closed. Let me start making burgers and stuff. And I would invite some friends over be like, here, let me make some burgers. And I, you know, I would put like lettuce and tomato and all this stuff. And I was like, well, it's like, that's where I got the passion of like making them again. And then I started making it with less stuff. And then, you know, I like lettuce to kind of break it up a little bit. To, but, you know, I started seeing like, you don't need all this crap on there. You don't need avocados and um, mushrooms and stuff. You know, you just want to make it simple. I, I saw a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of onion for me. Yeah. I do enjoy cheddar cheese and blue cheese on the burger. Yeah, me too. Yeah, blue cheese. It's all depends on kind of, I, what I was doing during the lockdown. I would make two different types, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah. I, would, I would do like one patty. I'll get make two patties and then two different types of burgers. I make like an all Americans, you know, with lettuce, tomato, onion, and then I make some with like blue cheese or blue cheese bacon. And oh yeah, I do blue. Salad. I do blue cheese. I do blue cheese. Like I know you talk about mushrooms. But if I do it, I'd have like bacon. Like I'd like cook the mushrooms and just do like maybe some onions and blue cheese and yeah. then keep it like that. It was like the, it was like the Swiss burger from Fuddruckers. What I was <laughs> that, that's what my dad would get. Like he would get he was a little French, little Frenchy. Patrick would be like, "Oh, let me get the, the Swiss the Swiss burger every time." Like, <laughs> and I was like, remember? So I was like, "Yeah, that actually slaps." Like, I mean, it was Swiss cheese, but I think at one point they had like blue or something. Uh, some people don't like blue cheese on the bird. I I am a big fan of blue cheese. I do. I love it. Something about it, the saltiness and yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't sell it to people. Maybe we try it, but I for me it's like blue oh, cheese. I love it. So I love it. Yeah. It's crazy how like uh, I mean I feel like very privileged to be able to like take some my experience over the years in childhood and be able to create a burger with you that we can kind of show people like this is what we talk about. This is what we like yeah. on a burger, and then to be able to you know feed a hundred you know, 120 people on a Saturday um, and staff, it's just, and your friends and see them come together and meeting each other, you know, now you guys, yeah. are, you know, now when I go yeah. to all Wednesdays, I'm just like, and you can say, how's Adrian, blah, blah, blah. And we should do another one, you know? So mm-hmm. cool how we can just grow this community and uh, of our friends and colleagues and stuff. And you know, like Matea, she's like, oh, I just love Burger Boy. When she said, when she found out you were coming on Friday, she's like, no, she's like, oh, like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's always like, I, you know, I love Matea, I love when she comes to work, but you can tell like how much happier she was to come to work that day. Okay. Yeah, she, I, I appreciate, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I know we're talking a lot about the burgers we do and everything, but, you know, I've been working more of a corporate job for the past years and, you know, going back into the hospitality field. And this is like what I love to do, like being in the restaurant. I remember the first time we did it was like last year. And I remember I just got such a rush on, running food kind of doing all this stuff and i remember like when i first had met matea there and 
she's kind of like, what, what in the world is this? And like, now when I see her, um, she gives me just like the biggest hug and she's really proud. Like you can tell the staff is so proud to do this. Like everybody from Moa, Yvonne, um, even the owner, like everybody was like, everybody's like fully committed. And it's so cool. Like, you know, we were coming in a bit earlier, menus were being like, it was just like, people were like, cause as well, the staff's like, okay, I got my people coming. I got people coming. Like it was really part of their identity. And, you know, like, like, you know, restaurant industry, it's not an easy gig. You know, you miss out on a lot of things and a lot of opportunities. You spent a lot of your time there, like your regular jobs, but a lot more in like very smaller spaces and it's tough. Um, but you know, like when you do have a team that you like, like you really believe in something, it, it's, it's, it makes the experience like a hundred times better. And especially for the guests, like in the end of the day, it's, you know, you're, you're still feeding people that are coming in on, a you know, on their time off to come to your spot to spend, you know, their hard, hard earned money when they can be doing million other things or a lot of other places they can go but they still come to choose you that's cool like, yeah. you know that's cool um so. we kind of touched on this a bit on saturday didn't we because um you know it, as you say it's not just the food even though of course the food is a huge factor it's not just the cost because obviously at the moment everywhere you know people have to sort of tighten their purse strings it's not quite easy um it's not only that either. Uh, you wanna, you know, do you remember watching Cheers? You wanna go where, okay, people know your name and all that kind of stuff, but also you wanna go where, where you can enjoy it, right? You wanna go, you wanna see no. smiling faces. You know, if you wanna be, no. if you wanna sit where everybody's moody, just go, get on the train at peak time, you know? Um, <laughs> if you wanna go to eat, you wanna walk in, people are happy to see you, but they're no. genuine. It's not, it's not just a face because yeah, I need to sell a product. It's that everybody there is really happy and that helps to like create this atmosphere. And it's like, yeah, I want to go again because yeah. I had fun, good food. The price is right. Um, and I enjoyed the experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's in a lot of, you know, like that, that's I, honestly, it's the hospitality one-on-one, um, you know, uh, making people feel right at home and, and comfortable. And especially like some people were stayed out there like four hours. You know, like yeah, there was one. I left it. Yeah. Eleven. I was like, the people—they were still there. You know. Yeah. And I think the team, like you know, Nick and Yvonne and the team, they do a good yeah, job. Nick. Yeah. Um, you know, Nick. Like I remember, like the first time he was like, okay, and then after the last one, he was like, he was like texting me and getting ready. He's like, all right, we're gonna have, I have four people on at three o'clock, uh, like, two o'clock, blah blah blah. He's like, we're ready to go. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you're more. You guys are more ready than me. I was. I showed up late that day, you know? <laughs> and. Uh, I think also like it's such a good, you know, the vibe and experience for everyone, even working. It's like everybody working was having a good time. You know, it's like it's also you're just serving burgers and stuff and beer and it's, it's simple things. But uh, it's something you can just talk and like. And I've, and I've had some of the people like I've seen them like this is the third time they've come. Yeah. You know? And uh, I have, you know, clients that I have for Humble Pie who like messaged me, like asking when's the next Burger Boy event. Mm. And like, oh, don't worry, we're going to be there. We're gonna, yeah, and 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 you know we, I, I think that, and that's a good point. Like some people are true, 
like fans and, and I, I it's awesome because they come in and they just have a smile on their face and they know like they they bring people and they know it's going to be good right so and that's the trust i guess that we have all in, in in all of us like it was even cool to see nick the bartender like okay well the kitchen's doing a little special let, let me do something and you know i think they had like um ice cream floats and everything um you know with rum or whiskey so you know it's it's that kind of like okay like everybody wants to you know everybody's committed to kind of do do this and you know like we we obviously like i mean you know talking about it and, and doing the burger boy stuff like i i want people to come in so you know they get to try like honestly speaking like i want people to come in so they can actually see what a really 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 good burger is like you know <laughs> like it, it literally sometimes it comes down to that like you know you can talk about like selling out or whatever but like selling out all the burgers but like in the end of the day like and we were talking about this earlier like when people come in and they like some people are like genuinely like this is the best burger like i've had you know or like it's 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 cool like it's really really cool um you get a you get a high off of that you know i see like berlin that's that's a nice natural high yeah i remember i i got sat down after like around midnight after the night it was like almost done and i was like man i'm been out here all day eating and drinking and talking to people and there was, there was like an extra burger that someone had grilled and i just like took it with the bun the pickles and some sauce and just went outside and sat there and i was like cause i was just too lazy and tired to like put any of the effort into it else you know pickle like, <laughs> sauce i don't i didn't even put cheese on it i just went outside just went out and i sat there and i was like damn this thing is good <laughs> like, really good. Like, and then the burger had been sitting there, you know, like the the meat is. sitting there. And I just grabbed a bun that was like already been toasted sitting there. I just grabbed it and I was like sitting there. I was like, God, this thing. I was like, man, I should go grab another one. Yeah. <laughs> I made two last I made two last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's also cool to be part of that, like in a city like Berlin. I mean, I moved here over two and a half years ago and hundred percent like this is my home away from home like i moved from paris and lived in a couple of different spots like all over and you know like being like serving like good food and ha like i don't know like being part of the experience like people come and have a good time like i find like you know berlin's allowed me at least for burger boy and as like a person to shine in different ways like it's a very open-minded fun like accepting place um you know, where in some cities you don't always get that, you know, but Berlin, like, I feel like what you put in, you, you, you get back, but it, you have to be authentic. You know, that's one thing that people I find in Berlin want from you is to really try to be your most authentic person that you can. And obviously, you know, you, you see that like, in with the people that you work with, it's with, like in manifest or other places and, and people really appreciate that. So I feel like that's one of the things that, you know, at least I've seen in terms of food and showcasing your identity, you know, through that, like your authenticity. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And you mentioned that when you when you first came to Berlin, you were like driving through Neukölln and you're like, yeah, this is me. So you kind yeah. of meet you got you got the Berlin vibe immediately, it seemed. <laughs> yeah, I moved here and I didn't even know about uh, like I had never been to Berlin. I've heard about it, obviously, a lot of times. And it was i'd always kind of wanted to go but it was it was still yeah, a little bit further out and you know i it was like right like still during COVID, and i said all right i don't really have anything holding me back um 
had a job opportunity and I arrived and I landed and I took a cab and I was going through Sonenale and I was like, okay. And I think my first flat was in Kreuzberg and then now like I'm in 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 Neukel, no, of like yeah, still off Sonenale near Hermannplatz. And yeah, I mean, you know, I think I'm thinking about also moving, trying out another neighborhood, but you know, like after two and a half years here, I've you know, it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's for sure. It's great. Chris, same for you. You uh you felt home straight away or what? Uh no, not really. <laughs> um it took <laughs> me a while. Uh it took me until I started working. I I came here with no job or anything going on. And uh once I started working having colleagues and coworkers and going out after work and um you know, building those kind of camaraderie is where I started to get a little better. Um, but now, after five years, I yeah, I'd say it's my home. I don't really want to move anywhere else. I don't see myself moving anywhere else. I got Zach here. He's always texting me about <laughs> basketball all the time, you know. So <laughs> and I think it takes a while to kind of get your right friend groups and uh, your interest groups there, you know. So I have my basketball guys, and then I have my foodies, like Burger Boy, and then I have, you know, people I like if I want to go out to, you know, the music, my music people, you know. And uh, like last night I was at uh, every Sunday. It's a soulful Sunday. And um, a friend of mine, uh, Chef Troy, he has it at the Nest over in Groyser Park. And all of us sit out there. And he has jerk chicken and oxtails. And mm. and my buddy, Paul, he's from California. He was like, man, it's like DC vibes out here, man. <laughs> Jazz playing, and you know, you got this multicultural people from all drum over. circle. Yeah, it was a drum circle. They said, like, hey, guys, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're eating jerk chicken and drinking beers and just talking about music. And I was like, this is like, you know, just when I was walking there and knowing what, what I was going to experience before I even got there, I was like, this is what life is about, you know, like having mm -hmm. your Sunday evening going out to eat with your friends, food you know is going to be good, cold drinks, a good view, good music. Um, that's the, those are small victories that you have and you just know that life is like, this is what I want in my life. Yeah. And that's what Berlin has given me so far, but I'm not going to be like, Berlin has changed my life. I'm not one of these people type things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's so I mean, yeah. Like I, I think, yeah, I, 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 see what you mean. Like, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I feel like when I got to Berlin, I was like in a really good space. Like I was in a really good headspace. I was like, you know, and I think it just kind of, yeah, it, it it matched pretty quickly. Um, but then, yeah, I was lucky. I came here with a gig, and you know, I I knew like one or two people. Like, well, no, no, I like like three three people, and it was like the right kind of diverse people. Um, you know, there's like this this Brazilian Brazilian guy that I met at like some festival in Poland a couple of years ago that. Probably people probably know him or Danny, like he he just knows everybody and um, he was one of the guys as well that you know uh, when I went to Goldie's he brought some people together to do burger reviews and kind of got me integrated pretty quickly with some of the people that to be fair I don't even see Danny that much but a lot of the people that he introduced me to like I hang out more probably with them than I do with Danny and so you know that's kind of the way it is. Um, you know, but it's, 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 it's super cool. Um, um, but I don't know, like, I'd like to be able to stay here 
longer and, and, and see what's up and, you know, keep on doing these burger events and, you know, seeing, seeing who else wants to taste our, our food as well. You know, that's, that's kind of neat, like showcase it. So as you said, have you already planned the next Burger Boy event or is it, uh, is that something you got to come together and talk about what's, what's the deal now? Um, we, I texted him yesterday after a couple of years, like, Hey, <laughs> we followed the fall series. We're going to play. What's up? <laughs> uh, I think it's, you guys, it's better to space them out a bit. You know, mm -hmm. if you do it every week, not as many people will come. Um, and I'd rather wait till the weather's not so hot and people yeah. are lake. Um, a lot of, a lot of restaurants and bars are, aren't so busy right now because, uh, we had like kind of a rainy May and now everybody's like out doing stuff so um our best ones have been like in october like when the weather is mm -hmm. like you can sit outside you can sit inside or september at those times so and just give it some i have a lot of events coming up in july mm -hmm. uh, and august as well so i'll be very busy and uh yeah I, I think i think spacing it out a bit's good um you know i mean it's it's also amazing that on saturday like at I think it's 2 p.m it's beautiful weather it's been storming before and you know, I mean, we were, we, it we, you know, we were pretty steady and consistent. Um, and that, you know, that's thanks really to a lot of people that showed up. Cause it's like, again, I can't stress enough, like during the summer with everything happening, like people come in to, to have a good time. Um, and I think, you know, fall, fall comes pretty quicker than, than we think. And, you know, I think we'll try as well to see, it'll give us a bit of time to see, okay, what's, what's the next, kind of burger that we want to showcase or put out or maybe try something a bit different. I mean, it gives us time. Like, I think that's the fun part too, is seeing, okay. Um, and then thinking about, okay, well, this works well is, you know, it's just, I think the fall time will be a nice reset and regroup to, to have the other, the next event and make it even more special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. Okay. But then I hope that we'll get a chance to do uh, another podcast or maybe even more yeah let's have a chat about that doing a kind of series and and make yeah. it kind of dovetail with uh with your online content as well yeah. um and that will also give us some more things to to talk about uh, for our next show a restaurant and we can do a review or something on here yeah 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 we can we can definitely do that i mean there's still like there's still some burger spots that i haven't tried that i would that i need to review so i know there's gully's burger for example i haven't had that and i heard that's like very creative super interesting like i definitely need to try that um there's this burger i think in kadeve that somebody had mentioned um you know there's 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 another there's a couple of other spots that i want to that i want to try but um yeah i think recently i've been really focusing kind of on just pushing a little bit more um like see, seeing where burger boy can can go elsewhere than just doing the reviews but I definitely kind of has to come back to my roots sometimes and, and get the review game back for our other fellow restaurateurs that make honestly some, there's some really great creative um, restaurateurs here in Berlin, especially on the, you know, uh, burger. I think there's there's not like that many burger spots, but they're the ones that do it right. They do it really well. Mm. Okay. Um, and where can people find you online? So I'll put up some some links and stuff, but if you just want to sort of talk me through some of your social media presence and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. So it's um, the underscore burger boy underscore. 
simple simple as that um then there's a link on my youtube channel there i i more, normally keep youtube when i'm doing like longer reviews but yeah and then feel free to message me if you have a recommendation you know it doesn't have to be just berlin but i'm always looking like when i, I travel quite a bit for work so um you know if you have a recommendation or just this amazing burger or a really shitty burger just send it through i'd love to see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool all right and chris what about you yeah i mean uh you know where to find me <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> but, uh, okay. yeah, well, i will be at manifest and then uh plus kitchen we got some cool we have a really cool uh spicy cheesesteak coming out this week that i'm really mm. excited for um, kind of bring some extra heat. Okay, but is there any like? Uh, do you have like? Do you advertise this on social media anywhere? Yeah, yeah, you have we're, a... we're working with a PR company in uh, in England, the UK, actually, and working with North Carolina Sweet Potato Company. Um, they're like the largest importer of sweet potatoes to Germany uh, from the US. So Germany buys a lot of sweet potatoes, so they want to really showcase this with the USDA. Yeah, Burger Boy, you also got your own gig. So, I mean, do you also have some events where people... Yeah, I attend? mean, um, you know, I I think what I want to do, I in, in the next, honestly, in the next couple of um, months, I want to kind of work on a little bit of, like, uh, merchandising. Like, I know some people have been asking about, like, T-shirts and, you know, getting some hoodies and stuff like that. So I kind of want to see, like, other ways of, of, of kind of like branding it a little bit more, which I I'm, I'm trying to do, but I think, um, I think I'm, I want to go, I want to do like a bit of the old school stuff that I used to do. I used to do the core burger boy fans used to love the long videos that I used to do. It was like a bit more YouTube friendly. So kind of, yeah, the, those ones were added. They had nice edits to them and like, it's like a whole story and you really break down like, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I did. I think I did a long video edit of Burgermeister, and it's actually one of my friends that DJs and a music producer invoker. Shout out! And I'll do. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be in Paris the week of the because uh, I got to go back for work. Uh, but I'm gonna be there. I think from the seventh to the thirteenth, and I have a bit of time. And I think I want to do a long video, uh, but I want to do another long video in in Berlin. To kind of encapsulate a little bit more the the city and and maybe do a burger review with that. So I want to go back to doing a little bit more of the longer ones, more film based, because um, that's something that people really did enjoy um, doing. I haven't done those in a while. Cool. All right, gents. In that case, I'll grab the details from you. I'll put it into the podcast notes, and then everybody will know where to find you uh, and and where they can come and support, buy some good food, uh, enjoy some of the uh, the atmosphere. Uh, and all of that so thank you very much as well for your time gentlemen i uh, i took away your uh cooking eating opportunity time <laughs> at the moment so i'm sure you'll jump into it straight after this um, yeah and also thanks a lot for saturday too thank you so much for having me on this was awesome this was great um i'll be happy to come back so thanks zach fantastic chris see you man yeah, thanks he's, again. He's quite. He's he's getting texts from all of his admirers, and he's got to yeah. go through his text <laughs> no, messages. Like, what am I going to eat for dinner, man? You know. Well, that's the thing. I'm going to make home. I'm. I mean, I know you don't like pasta, but I'm definitely. I have some leftover pesto. I'm going to make some penne, a little bit of pesto, some um, Parmesan cheese, black pepper. I'm just. I'm taking a bike home because I'm still at the office. I'm going to. Uh, I can't wait. That doesn't really excite me, but. What are you going to make? What What are you going to eat? Are you going to order? 
No, I don't want to order anyone. I've been ordering so much, but so you're gonna cook or are you gonna make? I don't think I'll cook either. <laughs> so you're gonna order? <laughs> yeah, just go downstairs and see. Go downstairs, get a good ultra warm up. Yeah, just talk to my Vietnamese friends down there. Ah, yeah, that's right. Chris, Chris, uh, his favorite food is is you said it's the best food in the world. He says Asian food. Yeah. Yeah, I love pho really, and uh, Vietnamese soups are really what I enjoy. Vietnamese good. Yeah. Bon appetit. Enjoy, man. Take care. and a mic.